Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Half a Fortnight to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I am Sam. And what we do in this here show is we get a game. It is recommended by either one of us, and we must play it for half a fortnight. And in this particular case, we chose the game Fortnite. Oh, look at that. For the people that have been living under a rock or have absolutely no interest in games at all, which are most people, how would you describe Fortnite? I have learned that Battle Royale is a category of game, and to me, that means that you are playing against other real humans, not a computer AI or pre-scripted opponents. These are other real people playing a game, and you have to beat everyone else. And be the last man standing. Or the last person standing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, There's... So PUBG is probably the famousestest, or the first... Well, it wasn't the first, but it's probably like the most well-known. You and 99 other people are dropped on an island. You have, with nothing, to your name. Except for underwear. Except for underwear, yeah. Underwear is a guarantee. Thank God for that. Because the chafing on the parachute <laughs> drop out is going to be awful. <laughs> uh, you need to scavenge for weapons, and then the play area gets increasingly smaller and smaller, and you have to eliminate the other players the end yeah so i think the is that first, a super high level view of it yeah fortnite originally was not this type of battle royale game right that's quite fact. the storied history yeah what i understand the version of fortnite that's on mobile is a particular flavor of fortnite that's just known as fortnite battle royale mm, okay on the right. desktop you can still play the original fortnite game which i think is called save the world or something like that which is sort of like a Minecraft thing, like you need to build structures. It's more like a tower defense thing mm. where you need to save your base from... Um, zombies? Yeah, oncoming zombies. You can build your base up and that's what was a little bit like Minecraft. And that's where the building aspect sort of comes in because um, you can put in traps, you can build walls. Um, so that's the big difference. In the original Fortnite, yeah. Between Fortnite and PUBG. So you collect materials by using your pickaxe. You can start chopping down trees or cars or lorries, a.k.a. (laughs) garbage trucks, (laughs) and uh, get materials of different uh, kinds. So there's like three materials. It's like wood, uh, iron, and bricks. And if you build a wall out of wood, it's going to destroy a lot quicker than when you do it out of iron or bricks. Mm-hmm. But there's probably some downside. Like maybe it's quicker to build wood rather than brick. I don't know. I don't know. I think you can put it up like, yeah. So that's, yeah. 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 There's probably like strategies behind which ones you want to use when. Exactly. This mobile version is strictly around the Battle Royale, uh, which is you get dropped onto a map, like you said. There's a bunch of people playing around with you. Usually it's about 100 Although I don't know if any of our mobile games actually reached 100 people. Oh, good question. Yeah. Um, and the whole point is try to survive, get equipment, shoot each other if you find other people, uh, and be the last person standing. Win the game. Win the game. Yeah, and I think in, in um, Fortnite, the winning phrase is victory royale. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is the type of hamburger in, in Holland. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to keep it from comparing it to PUBG. I admire your, your spirit. I think it's going to be very hard for me to do, but yes. Right. Try and make it as standalone as possible. And I'm trying to keep it from comparing it to the desktop version. Okay. Well, luckily which, I don't have that problem. Which is, which is also kind of difficult for me. But yeah, like on the mobile, 
I did not have a good time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, me neither. There's something that I constantly felt that was either being compromised. I think the game looks great. The game looks great. I think it's very smooth. Um, the UI is done impeccably well. Everything is in, in where it's supposed to be. But for some reason, it, it prevented, like the gameplay or something prevents me from really digging into it. Like the way um, uh-huh. <laughs> PUBG might. <laughs> so I think the controls, maybe we just jump straight to the controls. This addition of building means you kind of flip between two modes, like building mode and shooty mode and a shooty mode, which is very cumbersome. I think I on the desktop again, so hard to not compare, but my understanding on the desktop version is pretty much as soon as you see someone else, you'd like throw up a couple of walls and then start shooting them from behind this like defensive position. Right. Which on mobile takes so long that maybe if you try and do that, you're actually at a disadvantage because rather than just going straight in to try and shoot someone. Yeah. I don't know if you experienced that, but I think tactics just because of the controls and I'm not sure how there's a better way of doing it, but just flipping between and the building modes and like how you position things and how you put things down Mm. just so time consuming right that it's tricky to like oh throw up a quick structure when i'm in the midst of battle which i think is a lot easier to do on desktop yeah yeah i can i can definitely see that and for me because that is such an integral part of the game like even on desktop i feel people constantly try and do it like i kept trying to build stuff uh, and maybe for mobile like the better strategy might actually be to try and master. Just try and shoot them. <laughs> yeah, just try and shoot them. But at the same time, like when you do that, um, the people who are really adept at building these structures instantly have an advantage over you. Um, and I read somewhere that on Fortnite, there is a possibility that you're actually playing people on desktop. I also researched this. My understanding is that if you're playing solo, or duo on mobile, you're only playing against mobile players. Hmm. But if you're playing in a team with desktop and and mobile players, then you will be matched with other people across different platforms. Interesting. That's my understanding, at least. Okay. Yeah, because I I, I ran into some instances where I I was 100% sure that that person is either probably like hooked up a mouse and keyboard to their mobile device, which... (laughs) Is people have known to do on their Android devices. Uh, right. It's not out for Android just yet. Is All right. But I mean, iPad. You get a smart keyboard attached to your oh, iPad. Would that work? I guess like people you somehow have like controller support, it? right? I did not oh, try it on the oh, iPad. There you go. Hack the interface. Maybe I'm, I'm just bad at the game. Um, but yeah, that's what I felt. I felt like I was constantly bad at the game. At no point did I think, oh, actually, I'm doing quite well. <laughs> and there was never an instance where... Um, I felt I was matched with people that are at the same level as I am. So again, I can't help it, but PUBG famously has some bots. So when you're first mm. playing, you're kind of playing against... Dumb robots. Depends, depends what journalists you're reading. Somewhere between 20 and 30% of players are actually real players, and everyone else is uh, kind of a, a goofy robot-controlled mm. person. Which actually, I mean, people, I imagine gave them stick for that online like oh you're playing against robots but actually as a newcomer that's in- it's like so nice to come in and yeah. like oh, oh oh damn i actually I see someone. someone yeah i killed two because i remember playing PUBG on desktop and i was like oh my god i can't even <laughs> hit anyone let, let alone kill anyone and now suddenly i'm playing a mobile i'm like oh 
Oh, hang on. Oh, wait, this is quite good. I'll carry on playing. Fortnite, from what I was reading, does not do this. And that was certainly my experience as well, because I haven't killed anyone. In fact, I've, I'd be surprised if I managed to injure anyone mm. in, the, in the time that I played. What do, you, what do you think about the art style? It takes away from the intensity of the game. The cartoony funness of it kind of detracts from the stress of it, in a way, for my brain. So I'm just like, oh yeah, just running around this cartoony landscape. Yeah. I think it also allows them more flexibility to be more creative in future, like having the sticky grenades and like have some fun traps and some ridiculous fun weapons. I did find the art direction um, very well thought out. I think it does fit the overall. I, it's, it's a lot easier to theme things, like you said, and, and build more stuff and more creative things around a fantasy world right? Like you jumping off a bus that's in a hot air balloon and using some special glider that allows you to glide around. I'm it's Mary Poppins, of, y'all! <laughs> it suspends your disbelief a little bit and actually allows you to have fun, which is, I think, the key element here. Things do feel a little bit more casual because of it. Um, but what I felt was detracting from it was um, the treasure-finding aspect of the guns and the gear, right? Like, they do try to color the weapons that you find uh, with some sort of rarity, like if you get a blue gun, it means it's a little bit more rare than a green gun that you might find. And the lowest, most common guns are like gray. And then if you get, you can get like a golden gun or you can even get like a purple gun, which is kind of an even more rare gun. Legendary. But it wasn't clear to me um, what the benefits of those different tiers were off the bat. Uh, like I couldn't find it in the, in the I got game. a bat and it was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't find it within the game at all. Like this was oh, probably something. What the colors were right? Yeah, uh, and and what it did. Like, why would I have a purple shotgun over my my gray shotgun? Um, yeah, same with the building as well. Like, absolutely no explanation of how to build. In fact, they show you a screen when you first start. Oh, right. here's the combat mode: jump, shoot, crouch. No explanation whatsoever. And then the, oh, there's a little small label saying switch to build mode right and that's all i told you yeah so there's this like whole area of the game they don't even tell you about like you have to go and watch some youtube videos and you're like what the hell is this all about so yeah i had to do that so you have to go and watch them go watch some youtube videos before you play this game oh man mostly around what the hell building is and also what the hell weapons are and because there wasn't sort of um i guess like a, a tactile feeling of the the weapons that you're finding one they're a lot more prevalent i feel like you can get a pretty good weapon fairly quickly right um but at the same time like the it it took away from that whole looting aspect of the game which i think is a big component of battle royale style games is to find that some that weapon that's kind of special um and to me that was very marginalized and minimized because of the way these weapons were presented to you do you do you get that sense my experience was you would find things pretty much anywhere, which I kind of liked. In PUBG, everything is very much focused around you have to go to a town. If you, you need to go to somewhere with a lot of buildings, otherwise you're going to find sh- With this, having stuff spread out a little bit more, um, like, oh, you go drop in the woods and there will be some magical chests singing to you. You don't need to go where other players are. You can actually go to a remote place and you have a chance of finding some reasonable weapons. Yeah, and this, yeah. Is, this is the thing that I, I've been thinking about the most for for this talk to me sam is i think a huge part of why i like PUBG mobile <laughs> is that looting aspect is that feeling lucky 
going to the right place and finding the right item, you feel like you're set, right? And even if, mm-hmm. and that is usually, I would say, 50%, almost 75% of the game. And when that becomes marginalized and all that's happening is you're dropping down, finding some weapon that you don't really care about because there's just so many of them, and then you die right away, that feels like a lesser experience. What I cannot extricate myself from is the kind of pretty deep knowledge of PUBG that I had and knowing pretty much nothing about Fortnite. When you think about it, like, yeah, of course, it's going to be worse because, you know, I play PUBG and I'm like, oh, I know where to drop. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember there's usually like a car around here or like, oh, I've got this favorite corner of the military base where I can go I can be pretty sure that I'm going to get some decent weapons and no one else seems to go to because mm. I just played it and just have that inherent knowledge and just like that recognition of I'm walking, I'm running along and like, oh, that's a scar over there. Let me go grab it, which I just completely do not have coming to yeah. this game, which just means I should just do more research. I guess that's that's the aspect, right, that I really liked about Battle Royale style games. It's like if you do find that rare weapon that you're you're super ready to use you kind of expect other people don't have that weapon right and that's the moment of surprise where you're like okay i have a sniper i I see this guy that's far away he he doesn't see me yet i'm gonna snipe him and then he turns around and he tries to snipe you back it's like oh man he has a sniper weapon as well like good on him great congratulations right Mm -hmm. whereas this game because everyone pretty much has all the weapons that you have it it, it becomes less of a, I feel special for finding this weapon, which it took me a lot of time to do. And, and more of just like frantic jumping around and dying very quickly. So it's, it's lessening the joys you want to be special. Of, of all these like little elements that contribute to like a battle royale style game um, and expands more on like skill, right? Mm-hmm. And like your gameplay skills. And I think, on mobile, that's very, very hard to do. Again, I can't help comparing it to PUBG, but PUBG makes good use of force touch, whereas right now for, uh, Fortnite does not. So mm. with PUBG, you can you can like strafe, aim, and shoot all at the same time by yeah left and right side of the screen, and then pressing hard to shoot. Where with um, with Fortnite, you can either aim and shoot or move and shoot. Mm. That's it, and they're just some strange UI decisions like the crouch button is above the jump button. Strange. Yeah. Shall we get to the three by threes? Let's get to the three by threes. Three good, three bad. Yeah. Sometimes three. Sometimes bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the whole vibe is cartoony and fun. I actually I kind of appreciated that. Like it's doesn't take itself too seriously. Focuses more on the fun stuff. There's like traps and bouncy grenades yeah and it's like oh yeah trampolines okay. and yeah, yeah there's like cr- the creativity employed and thinking up new fun weapons and stuff like that i kind of enjoyed that yeah um the presentation is great like i think the feel of it um the designed elements it, it all wraps together like a really nice looking game package yeah. Um yeah. and it runs super smoothly on mobile. Like I didn't have any issues with it. I have a previous generation iPhone 7 and absolutely no issues. Like it's definitely playable. It looks good. It actually looks like how a game should look on mobile. Yeah. Um and yeah, like I think there are lots of really good things from like a overall game perspective. It's just really well made. One in particular is that it will give you a visual representation of nearby footsteps and nearby gunshots. So they're going, hey, we understand you might not be listening on headphones right now. 
will try and still make it useful for you to play yeah that was really well done like the little sound waves that appear like all around you if someone might be sneaking up behind you like you start to see little 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 sound waves in your (laughs) retina yeah so like little stuff like that oh yeah they've thought about this they've made they've adapted the ui for for the mobile screen Mm mm-hmm um, I'd say it's a it's a pretty good implementation of a battle royale game. Like all the elements work pretty smoothly. Uh, you get good notifications of when the circle is closing in, how many people are still alive, how many people are actually playing. Um, yeah, just really solid implementation that works. I guess that's a good point. <laughs> it's a game it's, that it's, works. It's a game. <laughs> While I'm still confused by it, the strategy is definitely a lot deeper than the other Battle Royale games I've played, I'll stop mentioning, by adding this whole building mechanic, this whole resource management, um, just adds this whole other level, <laughs> quite literally. <laughs> it builds a whole other level into the game. In tears. In tears, yeah. And the fact that you can destroy pretty much any item in the world, an RPG or a bazooka will take out a house, whereas in other mobile games, buildings are immortal and (laughs) cannot be destroyed at all so yeah there's a whole completely different strategy and a lot deeper because now all this whole building thing how do i manage resources how do i build structures that i think definitely adds to the gameplay it perhaps adds confusion for the first timer and especially Mm. if you're coming from a different game that i'm going to stop mentioning it perhaps yeah gets in the way a little bit and adds just like a lot of clutter to the interface and more stuff to do but i think in time i could master those problems and actually go a lot deeper into the game and learn more about oh when do structures work and when do they not i totally hear you on that like i feel if i didn't have an option or to play this on desktop <laughs> i think it it is a really it would be it would be something that i'd really look forward to playing um and given there wasn't any other battle royale style game, style game on the mobile <laughs> um the my last my last good point is that the monetization in this game is actually smart and well done Um, yeah previous to the episode that we talked about where monetization on mobile is getting really gross i think the implementation of monetization here which is lifted from like the desktop version and it does things in seasons and you buy have to buy like a battle chest in order for you to unlock perks as you level up your character and these perks are like superficial they don't really add that much to the game but it it makes you feel like the way it's, like monetization should work in a game. Like you're buying things that make you feel good about playing your character. Uh, and how is that different to lo- to a loot box? You know, you know exactly what you're buying in this game. Like you can buy specific costumes. You're spending your in-game currency to unlock specific costumes or like skins for your guns or different pickaxes, which makes you feel good. Yeah. Whereas loot boxes, you can spend some money to get the pants that you already own three times. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. I was so mad. I got brown shoes. <laughs> really? And the other thing about the monetization here is it, your gameplay is not limited in any way. If you don't spend any money, you do get benefits for, for buying your in-game currency. Like it gives you a boost on like how much XP you earn, but that actually is all superficial, right? Like that's all to a benefit. That's not necessarily have to do with gameplay. But it is a confusing thing, like, what the hell is a season? I would have probably happily spent maybe $20 on this, but I don't actually know how to, mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you got to get know what the... I mean? Like, I don't, I'm looking at, like, the home screen right now, and I see there's, like, hangers. So, like, oh, can I buy an outfit? 
You can change your outfit. You can customize the, how, uh, the way that your character looks. Right. For the casual person, I don't understand how like a season wraps into the outfits, right. v- into the V-Bucks. Into I think the it is a new concept tiers. for mobile. Yeah. It is a new concept for mobile, but I do feel like it's been something that's been happening on desktop gaming, um, particularly like Overwatch does this really well, which is a popular first-person shooter game on your desktop. Every season, they'll come out with like a new set of costumes that you can adorn your characters with. And people are all about them because these are all like very unique costumes that make you look pretty different. Mm. On to the bad. Uh, yeah, this game is, I, I don't think it's really suited for mobile. Like they did a great translation to mobile, but in order for you to really get into it, like I, I had a very, very hard time to, to find it comfortable to play on mobile. So it's not a grapefruit. What's like a fruit that's really hard to get into and then disappointing once you're inside? Like an unripe mango. Onion? Yeah. <laughs> Raw garlic? Mm. Peel off all these papery layers and then have bad breath the rest of the day. <laughs> the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to get into. It's-, it's daunting to get into. And even if you play a match, it didn't feel that satisfying. I definitely it felt like I was playing against pretty experienced people a lot of the time. And this is coming from like, I'm reasonably okay-ish at other Battle Royale games on mobile. Oh, you mean PUBG Mobile? <laughs> In fact, it, perhaps it's worse yeah. coming to this having played PUBG Mobile. Yeah. Because I can't get out of that mind space. Yeah, I really wonder what our experience would have been like if... Yeah, can, I wipe, can, can we wipe our brains yeah. and start again? Mm. Is that possible? No, or some technology should be able to. If yeah. I uninstall the game, will that happen? If I drink this entire bottle of tequila, maybe it will. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't separate out my PUBG mobile experience to this one. Yeah. And it's actually a different game, and you need to stop thinking about it as a variation. I do have to say, though, to your point of, you know, is this just a springboard? Like, I do feel mm. the more I played the mobile version, the more I wanted to just hop onto desktop and and play this game quote unquote for real <laughs> yeah um but and and the great aspect is whatever whatever progress that i've made on mobile actually translate directly over to desktop so the costumes that i set for my costume on mobile mm. it will be reflected on my desktop version yeah that's smart controls are kind of bad I talked about it before but like no 3d touch the jump and crouch in the opposite places flipping between build mode and shooty mode is tricky and then even working the controls to build stuff tricky i don't think that's a solve i think they did a reasonable job they did the best job they could with the fact that it's all touchscreen and you don't Mm. have 20 million buttons on a little plastic thing that you're holding to like quickly toggle toggle a wall boom it's like oh switch over walk around oh switch the metal switch the vertical wall yeah build oh now i'm dead i wonder i wonder if a more um, generous matchmaking will do it because I don't actually mind waiting a full minute or two. I do <laughs> before getting matched up with people that might have I might have a better experience with, right? Other doofuses, yeah, like other doofuses or yeah. other people that are horrible at playing this game on mobile. Um, but yeah, like I think their their primary focus is like let's get in the game quick, let's match as quick as possible, let's not try to do any matchmaking in terms of let's just try to get the people in this game, and it does happen very quickly. Like I think normal waiting times for this game were like twenty seconds before the game match actually started. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
which is a plus, but in, in my case, I yeah. feel maybe yeah. better matchmaking might work better. Yeah, it's a pretty much a vertical wall of onboarding rather than a nice gentle slope. I don't yeah. even think there's a practice mode. Is there? I don't think there is. I don't think there is. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas on another game, there might be <coughs> our final seven day rating. Um, and I want to preface this because like, I actually like the desktop version. Okay. Uh, two. Oh. Out of seven. Wow. Yeah. And how long had you been playing the desktop version before? Not very long. Like okay. I've only played it for about two weeks or so. But do you like it more on desktop? It's definitely a lot playable. Like I feel like I'm in control. I'm giving it a four. Like I played it a little bit, but yeah, the urge to try again was pretty brutal. Like I wasn't, well, it wasn't there for me. I wasn't hooked. Uh, I am going to go watch more Fortnite videos, which yeah. is pretty much how I go into PUBG, right? I was <laughs> watching like the Polygon streams. I was really hoping that Polygon would have like a Fortnite series. Yeah, I wonder if they're they going to, yeah. They have they a couple don't. of videos which I watched a little bit of. It will not, I wasn't quite as hooked. So I need, I need to find some good Fortnite streamers. Has the Spotify Gaming Gaming Club streamed Fortnite? We did play a couple of times. Okay. Yeah, so you can watch that. We did equally as bad as we did on mobile, but it was. <laughs> I feel like it was a lot more enjoyable. <laughs> okay. So would, I, would you recommend this game? I mean, there's so much buzz about it, about it, and it's free. Like, yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, you're going to need a pretty decent phone. It takes up a huge amount of your phone resources. If it needs an update, you know... You're not playing within the next five five minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's going to take a little while. Go make a cup of coffee. Don't expect that you'll have a nice... Tutorialized. Yeah, kiddie pool first before you go into the the diving pool. pool. Yeah, you're just diving board straight into like a infinite deep abyss. (laughs) (laughs) So I would say do your research first. Just to like, what's building? What are the guns? What am I actually doing here? Why do I have a pickaxe? All the rest of it. If you're comfortable with shooters... On your mobile phone, uh, I think, yeah, it's it's kind of a no-brainer to check this out. Because <laughs> what you've learned is no help here. <laughs> Let's move this along to our next half of Fortnite. Oh, boy. All okay. right, I'm excited. We are going to carry on. <laughs> can, we, we get, can we call it seven days again? Okay, um, we're back in seven days. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna carry on the, uh, is this really a game mm. question? Sam, you have seven days to play. Design home. Oh, no. The game for home design. No. Is this the one with a butler? Oh, I hope so, but I don't think so, sadly. Oh, no. Love home decorating? Play Design Home today. This... A relaxing, fun game that allows you to live the life of an interior decorator. Finally, this is what I've been looking for. Sharpen your decorating skills in, a, in daily design challenges and style visually stunning three-dimensional spaces with access to real high-quality, uh, real high-end furniture and decor brands. It's quick, it's fun, and you can connect with a vibrant creative community while learning about diverse decor styles, thus improving your design skills and gaining inspiration that you can even apply to your real life. Who's judging me in this game? Uh, I am, I hope. (laughs) Getting revenge for Florence. Oh man, we'll see how this goes. I'm going to say off the bat, this does not look like a game. This looks like like they're crowdsourcing us for design ideas that they're going to secretly sell as home decor ideas on like some other website that doesn't appear to be associated with this game. If you scroll down to the bottom of the description, you do find the kicker. Uh, Love the items in your favorite room? You can shop for them directly through Design Home. Click any piece you love and buy it for your own home. Boy. So that's how they get you. Okay. This is interesting. Like, I feel it's someone's, like, brilliant idea. It's like, hey, why don't we make our e-commerce site a game? And 
for some reason, he was able to convince his entire team that this was a brilliant idea. <laughs> it is currently number 13 in simulation. I think it came out about a year ago, um, but it's had fairly regular updates. Uh, four and a half stars with 80,000 ratings. Mm. So maybe this is more like a fun like a meditation style game. <laughs> well, we'll find out. <laughs> and maybe we'll try and answer the question, is this really a game? Before we go, our things of the week. I have a podcast recommendation, Edwin. Great. Remember when I told you that I was really engrossed in an episode of a podcast for about five minutes? Yes, I do. Yep. I love it so much. I listen to the whole first five minutes of it. Yeah. So that podcast is Sandra, which is a new series or a mini series from Gimlet Mm -hmm. that launched this spring. I believe it launched uh, in April. And I was able to listen to the whole six episodes, I believe. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, it was really good. I think uh, super intriguing story, well acted um, with actual actors. So I think the, the main person is Alia Shawkat, who is maybe from Arrested Development. Or more recently, Search Party, which mm-hmm. I've enjoyed. Oh, nice. Which I would suggest checking out if you're looking for a TV show. Yeah. Starly Kine wrote one of the second season episodes. Oh, excellent. So, it yeah. comes full circle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and Kristen Wiig uh, plays a voice that you hear a lot of in, in the show. So <laughs> I'm not going to give it away of like what it's about, but um, the first few, first few minutes will, will tell you, will give a pretty good explanation of like what you're getting into. Yeah. I did read a review of this, which I sent to you, which was, reasonably damning of it so mm. i was like oh interesting like they criticized like the sound design was pretty in their opinion amateurish and apparently just the idea of just like shoving more and more background sound effects is what means sound design but it's kind of like yeah that just sounds cheap no uh, there I was think... interesting criticisms of like were they actually using chris and wig to her fullest in this particular character character whatever uh, the case but, yeah. i think but it was so it. effective yeah, yeah, yeah i enjoyed I it here contrasting opinions like it, it didn't matter that if it was Kristen wig or not i'm glad that it was because i think it did lend some sort of credibility into the the delivery of some of these lines yeah i think outside of that it the the role was played very well in terms of the sound design like i actually felt they did some really creative things in panning between one setting and another while carrying on the conversation in a super interesting way so i think i listened to the first episode Maybe I'll carry on listening. Yeah, it's and good. They have to sold it to. Uh, they have to sold the TV rights for it as well. So, oh really? They'll probably be coming to a TV in the next year or two after the success of Alex Inc. Alex Inc. Speaking of short mainstream sitcoms, uh, I have rewatched season one of The Good Place. So good. And now on season two. Okay, I haven't started season two yet. Yeah, season one, amazing. Go watch it if you haven't. Go rewatch it if you have, to be honest, because there was a lot I'd forgotten about, actually. Really? Yeah. Do you pick up certain things that you know yeah. about the ending of yeah, season one? Yeah, it definitely does, that... like, adds to the rewatchability mm. of it, which is kind of fun. Um, season two, I am on the penultimate episode. It's not quite there. You know, obviously, how can you compare to season one, which is yep. really fantastic. It's, so... Much like Westworld, you kind of go, oh, can it just been season one? I see. And it's finished there. Like, it was great. Like, actually, do you need to carry on this story? Right. And so it's only not bad and it's absolutely enjoyable. It's definitely worth it. Definitely check out season two. But mm, yeah, it's not, it's not season one all over again. Who is your favorite character in season one? 
Is there Hedwig? No. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tahani is. <laughs> she's. I mean, she's a character, character that you'd love to hate. Yeah. But like hysterical. Yeah. Um, but I, I have to say, my favorite character was Tahani's partner, Jang Yu. Jang Yu. Jang Yu. Yeah. I thought his character was absolutely hysterical. Just like. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm, that I'm not going to give anything away, yeah. but, but so well done. And so that is our show. Play along with us. Our next game, our quote unquote game, <laughs> is Design so, Home. So <laughs> excitingly named Design Home. Should we call uh, it Home Design, surely? Quote unquote, play along with us. <laughs> Tweet us, quote unquote, game suggestions at Sundays to Play. <laughs> We'll see you next week. Don't email us. Seven days to play.